Hi guys. Hello. Welcome to Ed Arlene Spirit Cast. If you're new to this podcast, we talk about all things related to mindfulness, magic, astrology, tarot, Reiki, meditation, anything in that realm. Today's episode is the second part to our two-part interview with Ferranti and Jeff. And we're really excited about this episode. It's really great, just as uh, informative and fun as the first one. Uh, before we get into it, do you want to tell them where they can find us at? So you can follow us over on Twitter at edpro underscore pgh. We tweet a lot. You can follow us on Instagram, Tumblr, Pinterest, uh, Facebook, TikTok, at Ed Arlene. You can follow us over on YouTube at Ed Arlene. We post breaking news videos almost every single day. Go like and subscribe. And then you become a patron. Yeah. We appreciate your support. And we are grateful for all of our current patrons. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so, guys, I do want to mention before we get in the episode, this intro audio is a little bit strange because we had to re-record it, um, and we had to record it via Skype because the original intro we recorded together with our fancy microphone. Uh, I, the mic didn't pick it up for whatever reason. So retrograde. Yeah. It with technical problems. We also lost a nice episode. Yeah. Yeah, we don't we don't script this stuff. We just go. So it's gone. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone. <laughs> a full episode that was gonna be At least it wasn't week. an interview, it was just us, you know. If it was an interview, I probably would have been really upset. Um we should just get into the episode and let everybody hear part two. If you have not checked out part one, go do that right now. It's linked down below. And we are so grateful to have had Jeff and Frontion, and we're excited to have them on again in the future. Yes, yes. So let's get into it. All right. Okay, guys, this is an ad. We believe in supporting small business, and today we're talking about the small business called Garage Cats. They make 100% organic, handmade lip balm using hemp and cocoa butter. It smells amazing. It lasts for a very long time. They use eco-friendly paper tubes. They're pretty much awesome. If you are interested in supporting this business, you can find the link below or go to garagecats.etsy.com. We just want to take a quick moment to invite everyone listening to check out our shop at edarlene.com. If you like what we do, it is one of the easiest ways to support us. Plus, you will get our awesome handcrafted 100% vegan soy candles, our prints, books, oracle cards, and book a Reiki session. All of this can be found at edarlene.com and linked in the show notes. experience yeah so you know a lot of times the average person doesn't have a chance to experience a seance okay. right because it's you know very hard and um this this was an organized and they don't do them anymore uh like this style but they had you know they, they bring out you guys know what trumpets are no so there's a there's a thing in uh in, in a lot of spiritual rapping called trumpets and basically they're large metal uh just large aluminum cones cones okay. um, that vibration and energy can pick up easily mm. to make noise so a lot of times they'll have bells and you know so when you go in, in, into these a lot of times it's more 
you know, you have all the things that make it easy for the spirits to communicate, right? And it's the same concept as a Ouija board, right? The, the, mm-hmm. You know, and so, but again, it's one of those things when you go and you experience it, right? And you truly experience it, you can absolutely undeniably know that that is, is real. Mm-hmm. Know that spirit is real. Mm-hmm. Know that spirit can move and touch things around the rooms and, and absolutely is here with us, around us at all times. Yeah. Oh, that's, I, I like that a lot because I feel like, we generate like oh it's not real like really hard opinions about things without having experienced it so it's kind of like maybe just try it and see what happens versus oh seances are not going to work or yeah mediums don't know what they're talking about you know what i mean or or they're they're selling snake oil and i i think that you know part of that is you know accepting again that Again, not to talk about the, not to talk about the big P word, but you know, we just went through a very big experience collectively as a group that was for a net new thing that we did not have abilities to deal with, right? That should be enough to tell you that hey, maybe science doesn't know everything about every single thing, right? Even down to the fact that like humans only see in a certain range of colors, but we know that there are animals out there who can see millions of other colors that our brains can't even begin to imagine, right? So that doesn't make that reality any less real. It just makes it less accessible. Mm. They're just now starting to figure out how anesthesia works. Yeah. Well, we've been using that for years. Which is horrifying, <laughs> by the way. <laughs> Fun fact. I'm saying they just, they're just starting to figure out things. Like Pepto-Bismol. They didn't know what the chemical makeup of that was yeah. until recently. Mm. And so it's we're just, doing yeah. all this stuff that we have no clue. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just because someone said it was okay. Yeah. Well, and like back when he was talking about mesmerism, right? Like that was the era also where, like, oh yeah, this isn't a clinical science, but you're also putting like cocaine into like soft drinks. Yeah. Like, you know, like yeah, very just true. weird very things true. where people are like, that can't be real, but try this drug. Like, <laughs> you know. Oh my goodness. And again, you know, it's. You, you mentioned something very important earlier, Erica, and that was like when you were doing your journals and you found those that common thread of like how it all came to be, right? When you have those experiences, they're extremely powerful, but they are just as much personal. And so when you try to explain them to somebody, especially someone who doesn't have a, you know, a similar belief system to cast that against, people just, well, you know, I don't get it. Or they go, well, I tried it and it didn't work that way for me. Mm-hmm. Because again, we go to that thing oh, where it's yeah. like, well, religion is supposed to be prescriptive. There must be one God and one way we do this. And, you know, it's... So, you know, you're never going to be able to find your spiritual self until you trial and error a few things, you know? No, I agree with you totally. And on that, like, I feel like we will often have our own, like you said, spiritual experiences that blow our mind. Mm -hmm. But then we try to, like, tell it to somebody and then they're just not getting how, like, intense it was. And you're like... (laughs) All the time, yeah. all the time, right? We were, I was at the stump last weekend, um, and uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think when people think of receiving a message from the spirit, uh, you know, through a medium, um, you think of direct, hey, this person's, you know, but there, there, a, a lot of times you will receive an indirect message, mm-hmm. right? A message yeah. intended for you, but maybe you know somebody uh, picked it up, or you know, it's not not for you, and you know, uh, I I had one of those experiences where it was just. You know, I had recently had a death in the family, and we first time at Lilydale, and I was looking for the symbol, right? And mm-hmm. and I know in my head the one symbol that reminds me of this person. And uh, and and going there, I was waiting for the symbol to show up, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it wasn't the family member coming and saying, "Hey, I'm here," right? Yeah. Uh, it was me waiting for that what I associate with that person, right? 
and uh, and I, I I'm there, and, and Ferranti and I oftentimes will go our own different ways and do our own thing while we're there, and pick a time where we're meeting up. And I told him I'll meet you at the, the forest entrance at this time. So I go back, and, and I'm doing there, and there's a psychic who's giving a reading to somebody on a bench, and I'm sitting there at the stump holding it, and she gives me my symbol. Oh wow. The symbol oh that I went there knowing that I was be looking for, right? And it, it, it you know, it, it's so specific um, that that you just you know it's God, mm-hmm. you know, you know it's the universe, you know that it's it's just not of this. And so, um, those are the moments where I come back and I'm like, you probably don't realize, but this was all I needed to hear to know you know that 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 this is the occurrence and 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 spirit just every time i ever doubt it it's just constantly being slapped in the face with i'm i i'm true mm-hmm. yeah. yeah oh yeah definitely i i think too like sometimes we're afraid to ask for signs and stuff like that but why not yeah you know for anything like you know like you're um, you know, asking or thinking of like connecting in that way or in any spectrum of the words or spirit guides or ancestors or whatever to just like just communicate with them and talk to them and then feel comfortable saying like, show me a sign some way in some form, however it, it is. And usually they like, like, we'll do it if you're aware of it and don't talk yourself out because it's happened a lot, you know, in our like experiences, oh, yeah. just, you know, recently I had a, I like, there's a thing with crows and ravens with me and um, our family and I was thinking like, oh, I haven't heard from some, you know, spirit in a while. Are you around? And I'm driving to PT, come back, and this big raven just comes booming by my car, and I'm like, there, there it is. Yeah. And or just like the synchronicities of yes, things. Yes, the synchronicities, yeah. definitely that. Like, too. but people can pick up on that yeah. around you. You constantly, constantly give me messages. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, or Dan, like Dan yeah. randomly, like yesterday we happened to go out to the store to get plants or something. Mm-hmm. Didn't want to get one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, this is ridiculous. So I'm not a gardener. By choice? Just by... Okay. She's been helping a lot, though. So I've had to help her, you know, yeah. Yeah. this surgeries like that. And so I've been doing a lot of, like, things for her. And we go out and, like, she doesn't really, like, express her emotions all the time and so on and so forth. But for some reason, Dan can pick up on things. He knows. And we were outside of nine degree weather just like dying. <laughs> <laughs> and he says to us on Instagram and it was like when you're sad and you need you know, you want to get happy, get more plants. How was he gonna know that's exactly what we were doing? And that it, it was just so planting weird. those flowers would make the air. Yeah. Yeah. Like he had no clue that was gonna happen. He, and that happened. He's a trip too. Dan has there's something about him Dan is another friend of ours. Uh, he's been on the podcast. Oh has he? <laughs> yeah, oh, okay. he's been on a couple of times. Ah. So he's uh definitely like a true blue like empath for sure. Um and although he is like a big burly dude, it's he's he very much embraces you know, am I allowed to curse on this? Yeah, whatever. Do no harm, take no shit. Yeah, it's yeah, very, that's very much him. Yeah. But he, he has a really he has a real talent for connecting with people emotionally. He does. I think he can pull the dark stuff out of people yeah. too. And like make them like face things yeah. if they don't want to. And like, make you feel okay about <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. In a way where you're like, Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right, you know. And like, I don't know, that's just like what, you know, like he'll yeah. just be really casual and He's a good egg. Yeah, I don't know. And he's... when it comes to like all beliefs so that everything's valid, <clears throat> is it Buddhism, I think? That even if you are an atheist, like that's yeah, the, so. the path for you. And why I think it's interesting, like for me, like in my life, like we've had a lot of weird stuff happen, like there's been many times where I've been like, you know, why would God do this? Why mm-hmm. would he allow this stuff to happen? Like deaths and stuff like that. 
and then we're always brought back. My emotional sorry. <laughs> <laughs> my first fiance died. Oh. Um, so like, there's certain symbols that will come through sometimes. Like, there's yeah. five. Yes, yeah, sometimes like it's like we'll know he's around. He was like yeah. very close with all. Yeah. I know Sean because of him, so it's like. And I, you know, I see those symbols, right? Uh, and you know, I mean, you talked about the the. the mm-hmm you know, the crows, and I think it's very, not to sound cliche, right, yeah. but uh, the, the Cardinals and, mm-hmm. and Blue Jays, right, and and there are moments where I'm at the most stress, and, and I I see them, and I know, mm-hmm. I know where it came from, yeah. right, and, uh, and it's that perfect timing where it just reminds you that, like, okay, I'm, I'm, the universe is still here, and, and they still care, yeah. and, uh, and those, you know, those... Those symbols are, are, are there, you know, and, and manifested a lot of times. Yeah. I see it, you know. And then I saw a dead one, a bird, and yeah. I thought, oh, no, is this an omen? <laughs> I, I, love, I love cardinals, and all of a sudden there's a dead cardinal outside my house. Like, I'm like, what's going on here? But you have to realize that they sometimes get hit by cars, too. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Oh, no. But I think, like, when things, these things happen, like, we get so far away from things, but then we're always brought back. And then you see the magic of the universe and how interconnected everything is mm-hmm. at the root of it. This is interesting, which is like what spirituality in general, like our belief systems have helped like get through certain things yeah. that have occurred. It's a very important part. For, that's the thing. Religion exists for a reason, and that was to strengthen the community and bring it together, right? Mm-hmm. Under a common belief yeah. system. I like to look at it as like the universe is a tapestry, right? It's a beautifully put together quilt or blanket or whatever you want to say, but like... Every person, every plant, everything, every event is a thread, and those all kind of weave together to make this big cohesive thing. But until that's done, you can't see it. It's not. It's not finished yet, right? It's like how it's like just designing a garment as you're going through. I don't know. I don't sew, but I also you know. believe that you know. I, I believe that we are universally connected. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. And I believe that even though we, you know, that. Whatever the creation of this, whatever this energy is that we have, right, that we are actually connected as people. And and we continue. That's, you know, you talk about loved ones who have passed and people that you've loved that have gone. I mean, that's the, one of the biggest attractions to going to Lilydale. Mm-hmm. You know, and people, a lot of the, the, the tourism that we try to avoid in the summertime are people that are going there because they're, they they want to get a message. And every right? single one and, of them and cries they right after. And they can't look at... <laughs> it can be. Yeah, well, no, I mean, it, it's powerful. But like, you know, they, 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 they don't see the symbolism that, nature, that, that we can pick up, right? Because mm-hmm. they, you know, they don't see that, you know, this reminds me of grandma, mm-hmm. right? This is grandma saying, hey, I'm still here, right? They need somebody to sit there and say... Hey, this is what's going on, and you know, and so when you talk about you know losing loved ones like that, like you know, as spiritualists, we're able to put that connection together, mm-hmm. right? We're able to say that was you, uncle. That was you, mom. That was you, cousin. Right? Like I, you, you know those you know things. That was you, you know. Uh, and so I think that that's probably one of the one things for me that. I have found the most comfort in is that I don't have to go to Lilydale to feel those things because I see it every day mm-hmm. and I know where that came from. Just like you know when you're passed away, fiance, um, you know, like the, you know where those symbols come from and you don't have to question it. Mm-hmm. In the same vein, like for me, it's helped me kind of 
figure out that I don't have to be afraid of dying, which seems like very on the nose, right? Because that's what spiritualism is all about. You can't be a spirit while you're yeah, sleeping. I'm definitely afraid of yeah. dying. Are you? Are you? <laughs> you know, no, it's not. Definitely, I'm afraid of not having fulfilled the purpose of spirit. Okay, I I also, you know, all the negative things that happen, I often look like this is me learning to to grow. So to where whatever this energy goes to the next realm, like it's better prepared for those next things, right? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I, I don't find as much comfort as my husband does. I mean, don't get me wrong. Like, I don't go. I don't like go actively seek. Like, well, I'm not scared. So it's uh, it's more like. Um, it's more like, um, I, so like my brain, right? We talked about how advanced the brain is, right? Your body from top to bottom, you eat, you drink, you replenish, your cells die, they regenerate. So there's not very much of you, if any at all at this point right now in your life that was originally there, mm-hmm. right? Every seven years, right? Yeah. And yeah. so everyone's like, oh, it's my body. But it's like, yeah, but your, your meat suit, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, by the very nature of what it is, is transitory. It is never going to be the same. And so with that, you know, of course, the, the person inside also iterates as, as you go through life. But when the body dies off, like, it's, it's pretty clear to me that, like, there's more that is connected there than what's going on in the brain. I personally, personally for me, I think the brain is more of, like, a way to interpret signals, like a radio whereas the universe is like radio waves right mm-hmm. but it's a self-healing system that can adapt and change and you know that's where our ego comes from and helps us to split into those pieces to let us have those challenges mm-hmm. you know but the signal doesn't go away when you die the radio gets shut off but that person is very much still there mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. they just can come through in different ways now they're not stuck in a meat suit yeah uh-huh. I would, and truth be told when we first moved to pittsburgh Right, right before I, I went to yeah. see a psychic, and uh, mm. and they told me a very interesting thing. I'll never forget it. They said you're going to move to Pittsburgh and find the person that you're going to marry. Really? Now, we moved together. We moved together. So <laughs> that would mean we were getting divorced because uh, I was going yeah, to move yeah. to Pittsburgh. I love story. And yeah, I'm the person that I'm going to marry. Uh, he did not and, tell me uh, this until after the fact. Yeah. And moving here. And in the spiritual journey, I realized that he is such a different person and I am such a different person mm. that we moved here and I did find the person that I was going to marry. Wow. And wow. and that person is very different. And and as spiritual, you know, people, we're different mm-hmm. than what we were when we when we didn't have this. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're able to look at those signs from the universe and say, Thank you for that sign mm-hmm. yeah. versus, you know, needing to go to a, a Somebody to, to have that given to us. Yeah. 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 Which, that's oh, th- there's no shame in like going to a third party, right? Like, it's all about the journey and going there. But, you know, it is it is helpful to be able to figure out your own station that you can pick up and understand rather than having to travel to somebody else to do it for you. Because I feel <clears> like <throat> we all have the ability to do that to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. Like, we all have our clairs that we can you yeah. know, cultivate. So instead of remove like remove that extra person and just go within and start trying to figure out what the way of communication is for you. Right. Well, and at the end of the day, like those messages that you're getting might be because you're having a bad day or maybe you're beating yourself up about something or, you know, like 
There's a, there's a million and one different reasons, but, like, if you're getting those messages to be like, hey, it's okay, right? Let yourself feel that. Acknowledge that it happened, and even if you're the only person who believes it and you think that other people might think it's silly, so what? Because yeah. you're the person who has to live this life, and you have to be okay with what's going on, right? Yeah, I think often we think superstition and omens are always yeah. bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's, that's a very Western yeah. thing, too. They're not, you know? Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, yeah, because, like... Oh, it's a bad omen. Yes. Something like that. It's just similar to, like, the idea of, like, the death card and tarot or the tower. Like, sometimes we have these natural cycles, too, that we have to um, go through that end up being a really good thing for us, like, after. Um, Sometimes, like, that's just how it is. And we just want to not have it. (laughs) We want to fight it and be like, oh, no, I don't want this to, like change or well it's also like when people wish that they could be immortal right like if you had one wish i'd love to live forever why yeah like are you really having that good of a time (laughs) (laughs) do you want to have 20 more years of uh the i won't say it the panorama yeah the the panini press yeah (laughs) yeah i I mean like you know i was talking to her about that Mm -hmm. yesterday you know there's an obsession with like immortality and stuff and i'm like could you imagine like what some people would do with immortality that would be just pure destruction you know like think of like how i don't think we're like spiritually like conscious enough to live extensively long lives without completely destroying a lot of things like i don't know you think of like you know various celebrities or wealthy people or i don't know like if they're doing that this much destruction like in this life mm-hmm. with this, what yeah. would happen if they had an extra years. hundred extra four hundred like what kind of earth? We wouldn't have an earth. Right. We wouldn't have anything right now with our level of, like, awareness for each other. Like, I feel like to have our lives extended, we would have to also have our, like, you know, our consciousness, um, you know, improve. Like, more empathy for each other. Wanting yeah. to take care of the earth. Wanting to, like, um, you know, be there for each other. Because this trajectory we're on now with some people... Not everybody's like that. That's the other thing. I don't think everybody's bad. Like, yeah, no. Like, but... There's a lot of really beautiful people in the world, but just you know, there's pockets of people who would just really do a lot of awful things. Well, and everybody has their own darkness, yeah. right? Like, there's a great example is kind of the virtue. Not, and I'm not going political here, but like mm-hmm. everyone believes that they're the good guy in their story. Uh-huh. Everyone believes that anyone who is against them is the bad guy, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. But the, as we've learned through life, there is no such thing as a, well, there are bad people, right? Yeah, there are some. Um, <laughs> who do terrible things. But like at the end of it, like if you're arguing with somebody on Facebook, A, what is that solving, right? Because you're not actually trying to get them to understand, right? Rather, it becomes a, this is my belief system and you are wrong for not believing this way right and so at the core of that that is no different than you know a lot of the religions that drive people away from a belief or a desire to believe in anything Mm -hmm. because it becomes well i don't want to believe that way so i'm just going to go do this thing and then you get in an echo chamber and then you never get out like there's some very compelling arguments that atheists make and i totally agree at the same time there are also a lot of things that are not explained whatsoever Mm -hmm. That you can't just hang your hat and say, science says it's this. Okay, well, what science well, and how... how does how science works? explain, like, how people meet? Yeah, or even the Big Bang, to or why you extent, love somebody. To a certain extent. Like, you two met in Utah, right? Yeah. yeah. How, what got you to the point to get to Utah and meet him? Like, right. Something orchestrated all that yeah. to occur. Right. Like, yeah. I fully believe that stuff. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, you this is it. this is a, you know, just a, tells you how small the world is. Yeah. <laughs> Raunchy worked at Verizon. 
Um, and, and I won't let you tell the story because you 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 make this a two hour podcast. Ferranti <laughs> worked at Ferranti <laughs> worked at Verizon. He told a person. He said, "I'm moving to Pittsburgh." This person said, "I just moved from Pittsburgh. You're gonna hate it." Oh Fast forward eight years, he goes to the gym. The lady at the gym has the same last name as the gentleman he worked with in in Utah. She is my personal trainer. Oh, wow. And he says that's and, and it ends up being his her brother so he worked you know so eight years later you know his, his really the person that told him you're gonna hate moving to pittsburgh is you know his sister's his sister her, his, yeah. yeah wow really really bizarre strange stuff like that i hope you don't mind me saying it but like jeff's family on the other side is like extremely involved really? like That's yeah so cool. yeah you know i can't go to lilydale i mean i go there and they're like Banging Psychic down the doors, like, yeah. <laughs> Your Aunt Ruth said she misses you. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> like leave me alone, you know. But I, every time I go, I, I just always get a message. I mean, every service I go to, you know, I have to end up like, you know, I, I will turn messages down so other people get messages. Yeah. Okay. Because it's just they're running. Is, yeah. They know you're open to receive. Huh. Yeah. His your family overall, I would say, is pretty intuitive and empathic at a baseline. I was ask yeah. You if yeah. Your family, like oh, his mom, that. absolutely. Wow. His his mom is intuitive and empathic. It's like no both question. Sides? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I think my dad's side's more religious. Mm-hmm. Probably less on that, but uh, you know, my mother doesn't often realize how empathic she is it's wild wow you know and then somebody who doesn't study it just thinks that they're smarter than the average joe (laughs) and uh and she just thinks that she's a little bit smarter than everyone (laughs) (laughs) she's gonna look at it and say yeah we we know why yeah she's an she has an extremely precise judge of character uh at at face value Mm. um it's it's been interesting and and again you know it just th- there are some religions out there where like you know talking about magic or anything that is not you know in in the good book quote unquote um, is is actively taught as being a bad thing right mm-hmm. doesn't matter what your intention is it's just it is a bad thing right um, and so there's some complexity I hope you don't mind me saying so mm-hmm. there's some complexity in like even bringing our religion we keep our religion totally separate from our family. Um, and that is not out of shame. It I mean, is I mean, totally separates a little bit. I mean, they both, they all know about it. Yeah. They know we're spiritualists, but they don't they, know that I read tarot cards. Right. Because that would be another layer that would, you know, your family, that would be hard for them. Right. I was actually shocked. I, uh, you know, when Mormon, um, mm-hmm. I, when I came out as gay, that was like not super popular. Um, and so we've gone through it. And so like my mom and I are pretty straight shooters with each other. So she saw our whole setup in our attic, uh, the whole altar situation that I had going on, and, you know, she was fine with it. She went to Lilydale. Yeah. Okay. Oh, okay. She Mo- was open to it. Yes. Um, she also felt the energy spiral as well. So there's a lot of, like, that's what I mean, like, with Mormons, how there's, like, a pre-wiring that's done. There's a lot of concepts that overlap there. Um, and so... In, in a different way than, like, traditional Christianity. And so I think for my mom, it was like, yeah, I can see how A equals B, and so you're just really doing this, mm-hmm. right? And for me, my grandpa was... My grandfather's mother was involved with black magic. Oh, okay, okay. And he had such a distaste for it because he had saw so much of it. I think probably as a child being fearful. Mm-hmm. So, you know, for 
my family, even good magic is bad magic because it comes from a place of bad. Okay. So okay. even magic with good intentions is still bad. Interesting. Okay. Right? And there is no difference because it is from a place of bad. And so, you know, I think that, you know, when my grandfather experienced this growing up and then he kind of went to religion and throughout being a teenager just, you know, became a preacher and just, you know, but I think it's because he saw magic in all of its actual actualness mm-hmm. and was fearful of it and ran the other direction. And so, you know, the, those concepts are not, do not go easily in my family. Anything that is, is outside of Christianity is really frowned upon. Okay. Period. You know? Yeah. And so that, that um, you know, yeah, that, that's my perspective for my family. So mm-hmm. they, they're not okay. I mean, they know we go to Lilydale. Okay. Um, you know, and they, they know we go there often. I mean, we're, we're there all the time. You know? Yeah. But um, we don't talk about it per se. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's uh, it's also I think important to note that Jeff is originally from like the Ozarks area, okay. and so culturally in general, um, Utah is very much the same way, right? You meet a Mormon in Pennsylvania, they are very genuine, kind people, right? And that's not to say the people in Utah are not, but the big difference is it is a culture there, right? Mm-hmm. And so even if you're not Mormon, you grow up operating in the way that you basically are. Um, I, I didn't meet a Catholic until I was a grown adult, for example. Wow. Um, and so it's, it is the difference of like living in that echo chamber where like at four or five years old or five or six years old, there was this uh, girl that joined our uh, school class when I was in elementary school. And I very much remember the other kids being like, don't play with her. She's a Catholic, whatever, or a Baptist or whatever she was. So it's just, it's, it's that level of like where religion bleeds over in an ugly way. And especially if it's, you know, more controlling. And so it's, it's hard to iterate beyond that. Like even now, like in looking into Shinto, right? The concept of multiple gods is very normal in Eastern religions, right? In Western religions, it's like such a mental backflip to be like, okay, well, these are gods, but they're not God, but they're, but they're gods, but it's different, but it's the same, right? Like, yeah, yeah. it takes, it's it's very difficult to wrap my head around even now. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah, it does. Like, I think um, a lot of people have a hard time, like, I don't, like, even if you're not, like, super religious, we still have, like, with the media and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like, heaven, hell, you know, God, devil, that type of thing. And it's hard to, like, for us to wrap our heads around other types of spirits. So, like, Aztec spirits, for mm-hmm. example we they shouldn't be treated the way we treat like say i don't know like greek deities um because it's a little bit different it's you know it works differently than what we're used to even when we try like even calling them like gods per se i believe isn't exactly accurate even though they are very powerful beings it's not treated the same way and you can see that in other like practices like you were saying the eastern practice you know like spirits that are very powerful but they don't you don't need to treat them the way that we've been like kind of brought up an omniscient creator yeah Yeah. i'm saying like honor obviously honor and everything like great respect i'm not saying like oh just whatever yeah i'm saying that it's there's a different way that they function and they work within the spiritual practices so it's not fair to just like superimpose all this stuff onto them but it's hard whenever that's what you have like for you know that's what you oh this is what this god does i have to be afraid of it and yeah i, need to, I might go to hell you know whatever that that's is. your working model yeah, yeah like the model there and then 
but it's like a completely different belief system. It's like a different practice. And, yeah. You yeah, you brought up um, how like Norse myth, uh, gods and whatnot and deities and that whole religion was a lot more polytheistic. But now if you look at, you know, any telling that mentions any kind of like Norse background, Vikings on HBO, whatever, um, it is told through that lens of like, we're all going to go to Valhalla, which is really just the replacement word for heaven, right? And Odin is God, and then these are all the angels, but they're other God, right? So like, it becomes a telling of Christianity just using different characters, but that's but actually that, not what it is. Isn't it all religions, though? I mean, you, you look at it, it's, I think oftentimes it the difference for me is I think a lot of these religions, if you concentrate your effort and energy into anything, it creates its own mm -hmm. energy. Yeah, like an so collectively mm -hmm. as groups, the reason that Jesus Christ was, div was divine was because a group of people actually believe mm -hmm. in the divinity, mm -hmm. right? And the same thing with, 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 with Buddhism and Muhammad, right? Like, if enough people put their attention and focus and prayer, it actually creates its own deity. Human beings, <clears throat> as, as inheritors, conscious inheritors of consciousness, we have the unique ability to make things that are new. And so that can be new gods, that can be new music, right? Things that don't previously exist and cannot exist Without human intervention, plastic, right? Um, there's all kinds of this stuff out there. And so it is, I think that there's a lot of credence to what you just said as far as, you know, if enough people in the collective unconsciousness believe something, that reality can start to take shape. We see that a lot now. Yeah, you know, it, what I uh, thought of whenever you were saying that was like, because um, you brought up like the Norse mythology and stuff like that. And then a lot of like popular deities and spirits, or spirits that are gaining popularity now, they don't look like the ones that they were whenever, back in ancient times. Mm -hmm. Like, we've kind of shifted how we even today interact with them and kind of changed the way they even are, mm -hmm. just even with ones that are already established. So, I mean, like, you know, like Odin's an example of that. Odin was not as widespread initially. He was just for, like, the ruling class, lots of poets. You know, Thor was the widespread and he wasn't necessarily a war god, he was a fertility god. Mm -hmm. So we've like shifted like how we even interact with things that are already established. So are we making them into new ones? Like I don't know. It's yeah. like interesting that Or even like Thor with uh cuz he's a big burly redhead yeah. dude, right? But a lot of people would after seeing anything Marvel. the Marvels made, yeah, yeah, would just think, "Oh yeah, he Marvel. looks like Chris Hemsworth, yeah, right?" Like, very true. Very true. Like even how we see them, that's so interesting. Yeah. Angels are another one. Yes. You know, like how we engage with them, what they look like. Like I know that during the Victorian era, they really um, set up how we perceive a lot of spirits, and that would include angels. Like you think of Archangel Michael, he's like a white guy with a big sword. Mm -hmm. and in reality, they don't look like that at all. They don't even have genders. And then like the Fae are another one that was that was done to like they don't look like the little things with the. You know, in the old myths, anyways. But now we see Tinkerbell. Yeah, so it's like cool that you brought. I don't know. It's we're just constantly changing and morphing spirituality. It's wild too. Like when you angels specifically, like when you go back and you look into like the dominions of angels mm -hmm. or wait, dominions are a type of angel. Anyway, there's different types of angels. Um, the physical descriptions of these beings are like kind of like eldritch, terrifying. 
Like, yeah, like Muriel is one that I've been looking into recently, and it's you know she presides and over uh, harmony and nature, and like you can call her by holding a bouquet of flowers and facing south, right? But like the actual description of these of these beings is like this is six hoops covered in eyes, like or something crazy that's very hard to even imagine as a human. Um, so yeah, it's just it's very strange. It's it's kind of like quote unquote humanity was created in an image and then we've kind of paralleled that yeah. and done the opposite. This is what they have to look like. You know in um the old conjur conjuration conjurations, I'm saying it wrong. It's whenever you would like have the spirit come to you. Oh, yeah. Um one of the things they would have in it in a way that's pleasing. So to make sure they didn't come in that like form that would like scare the people. <laughs> like, that makes that, sense. Yeah, that, that, like yeah. um, you know, people who do demons and stuff like that, like they're gonna come kind of chill, but you have to ask. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think we could close up the episode. Yeah. If you okay. guys are ready. And then, you guys have anything that you want to add? <laughs> <laughs> Just drop that on me. Oh. Any, any words of wisdom? Any, yeah. Any like. I, I know. Do you have any advice for anyone who is starting their spiritual journey? Because we've talked about that a lot in the episode, and we, you know, we brought up Lilydale a lot, and also how, like, you got into it, I think really will resonate with a lot of people. Um, so, because yours is really interesting, because you went from very religious to nothing to this new form of spirituality. Um, is there any advice you would give anybody who's just like, I know there's something more, but I don't know what to do next? Yeah. I would say that if there was one thing that I could tell you that might improve or help you guide your way on this, it would be that life is an iterative process. And so whether or not you're talking about spiritualism or your friend groups or your family or your hobbies, everything that you're doing today is likely going to change in three years from now. So the longer that you delay this or this process, you're just putting it off. So there is something out there for you that will bring you peace. And it may not be something tarot. Who knows? You may find, you know, spiritual fulfillment doing CrossFit if you get real meditative with it, right? <laughs> Whatever it may be. But don't be afraid to experiment. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I think for me, um, it would be to be a student of the universe, right? And I think about how much my thoughts have changed and, you know, I, I, I study things and I, I pick up things and I, it changes what it means, uh, you know, for me to, you know, to believe in something. So it would be to challenge yourself to be a student and to learn and constantly learn. And the more, you know, exposure you have, the more likely you are to find your truth. Mm -hmm. Wow. Well, thank you guys for being on the episode. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah, this is it was, wonderful. It was a good ending. Yeah. Well, so, well, thank you for having us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can, like,